I have a method I've developed because I needed a quick fix for when I was anxious or when I was sad or when I was tired or when the pain was overwhelming, something, a quick fix to remind me that I'm resilient and go down this list. And it's called PACER. It stands for Perspective, Acceptance, Community, Endurance, and Rest. And that middle part of PACER, community, which we just spoke about, may be the most important part of PACER. Because I used to think that I had to do it all alone. Like I was tough. I had grit. If I just worked harder, if I just kept pushing through, you know, I grew up with mottos like suck it up and get her done and hide your crazy and be a lady. And those carried me through, but suck it up only works so far. When I really... Welcome to the Radiant Pearl Living Podcast, where you will hear fearless stories to nurture your dreams and inspire you to live a radiant lifestyle you love. Now, here is your host, Stacey Zand. Hello, friend. I'm so glad you're tuning in today in the newest episode of the Radiant Pearl Living Podcast. In this episode, you're encouraged to be resilient and build grit on your journey as a radiant pearl and fearless creator. You will be inspired by Amberly Lago, author and top 1% podcast host, to consider core concepts to help you on this journey to recognize you are anointed and appointed. You can and will be able to operate in your calling with excellence no matter what comes your way. Today's episode is brought to you by The Prolific Bundle, prepared strategically and intentionally with a collection of premium resources to help you operate in your calling with excellence. You will have access to a plethora of premium products along with the Fearless Creator Summit we host each spring and fall. The Radiant Pearl Prayer Journal Package also created to equip you for faith-filled moments recorded intentionally each day through prayer, worship, journaling, and Bible study. And now we have the sample pack available to you for free so you can explore planning and journaling all at the same time digitally this month and now. Everything we discuss in this episode, including the show notes, can be found at radiantpearlliving.com slash resilience and grit. Hello, Christian content creators, fearless creator. I'm so excited to have with me here today, the lovely Amberly Lago. And I want to share with you about this amazing woman of God, because she is going to bring to you some interesting and some incredible information on how to build resilience. Her story is one that has blessed and truly impacted so many. And I want you to be able to really listen and receive what she has for you today. Amberly Lago is a peak performance coach, TEDx speaker, host of top 1% podcasts globally, and a leading expert in the field of resilience and transformation. She is the best-selling author of True Grit and Grace, and empowers people around the world by sharing her story, how she turned a tragedy into triumph. Mm. So good to have you here, Emily. Oh, Stacy, thank you so much. And thank you for that beautiful introduction. Can I just hang out with you all day? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love, love, love that. <laughs> You're amazing. And I'm just so excited that you accepted the invitation today to speak to our Christian content creators, our fearless creators. I believe there's 
no better person to speak on this topic of resilience. And I'd love for you to share with us a bit more about you because you've accomplished such a great deal. And I know that as we go through your story today, it's going to truly be a blessing. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, when you said expert on resilience, I will tell you, first of all, that is only because I have failed. I have hit rock bottom. I have been in a near-death accident and survived it and so many challenges. And I want to share everything that I've learned along the way. So no matter what you're going through as you're listening and you may be going through a challenge, that you can get through that challenge and thrive. And I also want to say to all you amazing creators out there that it was only five years ago, Stacy, five years that I, I didn't even own a computer. And so you know why I'm so blown away by your tech savvy skills. But it's never too late to reinvent yourself, to go after your dreams. I completely reinvented myself, my whole career. At age, gosh, I was 43 when my book came out. I decided after, you know, I had had a successful career in the fitness industry. I was sponsored by Nike. I was doing fitness videos. I was writing articles for, for Shape or being interviewed. I didn't type them up. I was being interviewed to do articles for Shape magazine and Health magazine. And everything changed in the blink of an eye when I was hit by an SUV while riding my motorcycle home from work. And I remember lying in the street and looking down at my leg that was completely just shattered into pieces. There was blood everywhere. I didn't even know at the time that my femoral artery was severed. And I had no idea that it was going to change my life so drastically. I really didn't until I was rushed to the hospital. I mean, I had excruciating pain. They couldn't control it. I had lost so much blood that they had to put me in induced coma. And when I woke up out of a coma, they said, I'm sorry, Mrs. Lago, this is like a war wound. We, there's nothing we can do for you. You have a 1% chance of saving your leg from amputation. So we need to go ahead and amputate. And I thought, well, wait a minute, 1%, that means there's still a chance there. So we need to find a doctor who is going to be willing to take that chance with me. And let me tell you, it took an act of God. It took an incredible surgeon, a lot of prayers, and it took 34 surgeries, but they were able to piece by piece put my leg back together. And it took years of healing and acceptance and a decision that I wanted more out of life and that I wanted to create something more. And you know, I had a doctor that told me that I was going to be wheelchair bound forever when I was diagnosed with this nerve disease as a result of the accident. And I just want to say that when we create the vision that we want for our lives and we become a part of that vision and we have a community like the beautiful community that you've created, Stacy, we can have the life that we have always imagined. All it takes is to tap into our resilience and to build our grit and give ourselves some grace along the way. I'm just so in awe of how you've been able to even look back and put to words just the pivotal moments that I know for anyone, it, it would be enough to crush them. But in that moment, it's what really built you into who you are today, the powerful force that is encouraging and uplifting others to know what is deep inside of them. You said 34 surgeries. I mean, really, you are a walking miracle. 
And I'm so grateful that you haven't contained it. You're also a TEDx speaker. You've shared your story on multiple stages. And I would love for you to let us know, how did you decide where you would begin with telling your story so that you would be able to get your point or message across to whatever audience it is? Because a lot of us, we, we do go through a lot of experiences and sometimes it's hard to get clear as a Christian content creator, as a fearless creator to say, what is it am I going to bring to the people today that I've been assigned to, that I've been appointed to and anointed to uplift? Oh, what a great question, Stacey. And for me, honestly, I didn't have any idea just how much better my life could get. What I really was clear on was that I wanted to create a community of authenticity, of love and support. I wanted to show people that there is hope, there is a way, and that we can get through hard things. And so I'd been training clients one-on-one, and then I started being asked to go speak at like hospital clinics and schools and rehabs. And I got sober in 2016 after hitting rock bottom when I couldn't control the pain and trying to cope with like numbing out. I developed a problem. My inside didn't match my outside. On the outside, I was trying to pretend like everything was okay and everything. I wasn't hurting or I wasn't in pain. And on the inside, I felt like I was dying inside. And it wasn't until I decided there's got to be more to life than this. And I want to heal and I want to get better. And I want to share what I learned with other people that I started gaining momentum on the clarity on my vision and what I wanted to do. And so I thought, how can I turn my pain to purpose? And this couldn't have just happened for no reason. How can I turn this pain to purpose and share this hope after I spent? And it took me years to heal and therapy. I'm not saying it was easy. And it took a community of people that loved me until I could love myself. And I realized when I accepted where I was on my journey then I could start connecting with other people. And I slowly started building this community. And I thought, how can I build a bigger community? And I thought, well, I could write a book. And I will tell you that we all have these big dreams. And sometimes when we share our big dreams or our big vision or our big goal, people might think it's silly or they might try to talk you out of it or they'll tell you, oh, you're not smart enough or how are you ever going to do that? And look, I had my own limiting beliefs that I had to to battle. But I had people near me that were like, you want to write a book, Amberly? You don't even own a computer. Why don't you just stick to fitness, stay in your lane? And I was like, oh, now I'm really motivated. I think, you know, tell a woman she can't do something and that's the first thing she's going to do. And so if you're listening and I know you have a story, we all do. And you've had that urge to write a book. This is your sign This is your reminder to start writing. And all you have to do is start becoming a part of that vision. So all I had to do was I didn't own a fancy computer. I started writing and look, I still have one on my desk right here. I still write on these little notebooks. And then when I got serious about it and started putting more together, I bought a computer. I took a class. I took a writing class. I found an editor. I found a publisher that actually wanted my book. And the publisher said to me, he goes, we do not market this. If you want to sell your book to get your message out there, you're going to have to market and brand it yourself. And so that's when I was like, okay, I had 
like hundred followers on Instagram, I started going, okay, I'm just going to share my experience, strength, and hope with everybody that I can through social media. And my goal, and it's so important to set goals, have a deadline, have a starting point, have things that you can do every day and have a big goal that you can really be motivated to climb to. And so I had a goal of in one year when my book came out to have 10,000 followers on Instagram so I could have the swipe up, you know, the magical swipe up. It seemed that small goal When I reached it, it was a big celebration for me. And I am telling you, because I worked every single day on trying to be of service and add value through my social media, when my book came out, I ended up getting on the Today Show and getting interviewed by Megyn Kelly. My book became a bestseller. And I only share that not to pat myself on the back, but to say that if I can do this, that Anybody can do it. All it takes is consistency. It becomes really feeding your vision with positivity every day. And one thing I have to say is making sure that you're seeking counsel and not opinion because everybody's going to have an opinion. Go to people who have already done what you want to do. Invest in yourself. Invest in a coach or a mastermind. But accountability is so important And one other thing I just want to offer as much as I can, something that really helped me is, yes, I'm all for learning and I'm still learning. Like I just told you, I just downloaded Ecamm yesterday or Ecom. I'm trying to learn everything I can, but I have learned to really hire my weaknesses and focus on my strengths. So I love writing. I love coming up with captions for Instagram. I could do that all day, but Some things like building a website, I'm not great at. So I hire somebody. So it's really important to have a team when you're going after your goals and know what your strengths and your weaknesses are. But I just want to say, if I can do that and reinvent myself and have a book that the day it launched was, and I took a screenshot of this between Dr. Wayne Dyer and my favorite author, Dr. Brene Brown, I was like, Oh my gosh, anything is possible if we just work hard enough for it. Hello, Radiant Pearl. I hope you're enjoying this video. And I just want to give you a friendly reminder to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell so you do not miss any more delightful, wonderful videos coming to you on this channel. Thank you so much for your support. And let's get back to... Amberly, I'm just so grateful because you pointed out so many key notions in your share, and as you were sharing your story and what you've been able to overcome. One of the first things I heard was this concept of acceptance that is so vital on the journey. Because, you know, as fearless creators, sometimes we're not willing to accept sometimes the part of us that really, really needs to be able to get over some of the things that we've lived through and knowing even There are limitations, but we don't let the limitations stop us. So you pointed out even being able to recognize after you've accepted what areas can you maybe improve on or pass on to someone else and don't allow the limitations to hinder you from where you are able to go as a fearless creator and the people you're able to reach as a result of the community you've been called to. And you've been called to such a 
great group of people, great community that you've built. You pointed out Instagram and how you remain consistent and you didn't even have to do a whole lot because you built up, you took that time to make that investment in your people, in that audience. And as a result of that, when you came up with this incredible body of work and your story, it was so well supported. And it led you to all these tremendous places that you've been like the Today Show. So I want you to share with us because there's so many people that want to share their story. They want to record and write. And we always love to hear the process of being able to put pen to paper. I loved you showing your notebook. So let us know what your process was like to be able to organize and pull out your story and get it on paper and now get it before the masses. Well, you know what? Thank you, Stacey. And you know, I think first of all, it's important to share that we all have a story, but I think it's important to share from a scar and not an open wound, meaning that really make sure you're doing the healing and you've taken the time that you need to take a look at your life and heal what needs to be healed to let those feelings rise to the surface. One of the things that really helped me with that was writing. And I mean, writing was a life-changing tool for me. I remember when I was in the hospital and I had these metal rods that held my leg together And I didn't sleep because they would come in every three hours and rip these bandages off of my leg. And I remember looking at some infomercial and it was this beautiful girl in a bikini running on the beach. And I thought, wow, well, am I ever going to be able to run again? Are they, you know, will my husband love me? Will I ever be able to wear a bikini again? Will I be able to chase my kids? Are they going to amputate my leg tomorrow? Is my husband going to leave me? Am I going to die? Like I spiraled down into just despair and writing is what really saved me. I wrote out the things instead of focusing on all the things that I didn't have or I couldn't do. I started writing gratitude lists for all the things that I did have and all the things that I could do. And I put my focus on that. And it not only helped me stay in a place of gratitude, it shifted my perspective, but it really allowed me to process those feelings. There's something really different when you take pen to paper. You can think about stuff, but when you can do a brain dump and just put it all on paper, it is very healing. I think that along with having some very close inner circle that I could confide in and talk to and really developing that courage to just be vulnerable. I used to think that vulnerability made me look weak or less than. And what I found, it was the total opposite. That sharing authentically and from my heart and from my scars, I was able to connect with someone and several people that were going through something similar. And the thing is, look, that's really hard now a lot of times on social media because everybody's sharing their highlight reel. You know, I mean... I'm guilty of just wanting to share like the good things that are going on because it's hard to acknowledge some of the things that are really tough. But I have found when I share my experience, just yesterday I shared on my Instagram that I just recently moved back to Texas and it's been a little harder than I thought after living in LA for 31 years. And I shared some of the mindset hacks that have helped me come to find out there's a lot of people that have moved and they're struggling too. And we've been able to connect on 
Instagram through DMs. I've had people, I sent it out in my newsletter. I had people reach out to me. And because of it, I'm having lunch with a friend in Dallas. I'm having lunch with a friend in Austin. It's like when you share what you're going through, it's an opportunity for people to connect with you. And it's an opportunity for you to build your community. So it's not just about like, well, how can I share something to sell something? It's about building those relationships. And I think when we build genuine relationships, that's when we start to grow in every way. Wow. Every time I can't help but say, wow, after you share, because you continue to speak to the core of why it's so vital to make sure you tap into the true grit that is required to get to that next level, especially when you are looking to walk in your appointment walk with anointing and recognize that there are people who are called to you that may not even realize that they're called to you until you make that post, until you make that share, until you remove the veil and allow people to really see what is going on. And I'm just so grateful. I love your feed. I love what you share on Instagram. And I want to encourage everyone to make sure that they connect and just see how real and raw it it can be to really allow people to get to know you. And I know that that will be a testimony and a witness to others who may be timid and they're trying to figure out how can they connect with their tribe, with their people. And you pointed out another thing, the inner circle, having that, having people that you can lean on. I want you to share a little bit more about that concept because that's going to even help you in your journey to pull out some elements that you didn't even know were there as you're looking to share your story and to resonate with people as you're writing that book. And of course, we're going to get to your journal as well. So just let us know a little bit about that inner circle. Yeah, well, you know, I would say probably the most important thing. So I have a method I've developed because I needed a quick fix for when I was anxious or when I was sad or when I was tired or when the pain was overwhelming, something, a quick fix to remind me that I'm resilient and go down this list. And it's called PACER. It stands for Perspective, Acceptance, Community, Endurance, and Rest. And that middle part of PACER, Community, which we just spoke about, may be the most important part of PACER because I used to think that I had to do it all alone. Like I was tough. I had grit. If I just worked harder, if I just kept pushing through, you know, I grew up with mottos like suck it up and get her done and had your crazy and be a lady. And those carried me through, but suck it up only works so far. When I really allowed those feelings to come up, And I had that inner circle that I could ask for help. And that was hard. Let me tell you, I remember when I was really struggling. I mean, I was at a place where I thought I don't want to live anymore, but I was too afraid to die. And I was drinking every day. And I say that because, look, the quick fixes to numb out, whether that's eating too much or drinking too much or shopping too much or dating too much or whatever it is too much instead of accepting where you are on your journey. And I had a friend who I knew was in recovery and it took every ounce of courage in me because I had so much shame, so much shame for what I had become. And I was in this victim mentality of how did a good girl like 
may end up like this, you know, but instead I thought, well, what can I do? How can I become the victor of my life? And the first step to that is acceptance. And then reaching out to somebody and asking for help. So if there's in the most important thing I can leave you with today is never do it alone. You never have to go through anything alone. There is somebody out there, whatever it is that you're struggling with. Maybe it's technology because I struggle with technology. There is somebody out there like Stacy who is amazing at it that can help you through. Maybe it is that you're drinking too much. There's somebody out there that has walked a recovery, a sobriety recovery in a program and they can help you. They've gotten to the other side. Whatever it is, maybe you're a working mom and you're having trouble being balancing everything. There are other moms out there that feel the same way. So if you start to share first with that inner community, maybe a close friend, maybe someone that you really trust and you start to heal and you start to get better, then when you feel comfortable and nobody knows what that is until you have to decide, nobody can tell you how to share that, you know, and I think For everyone, listen to your heart and follow your gut and really, truly know that you're never alone. Reach out. Reach out to me. I answer all my DMs. But the thing that has really helped me the most is having accountability, whether it's in my entrepreneurial journey. I'm in a mastermind. I invest in a mastermind. I have my own mastermind. I have a coach and I am a coach. I have a sponsor and I sponsor women. I don't think that we are meant to do things alone. And I think when we can always stay humble and hungry, that we can achieve such progress. And it's not about perfection. I mean, it's about just taking those little steps every day and celebrate your victories along the way. Wow. Thank you so much, Amberly. You broke down so many elements here of recognizing the value of the inner circle. And I know some people are familiar with the mastermind, the coach, but then you mentioned something that is a notion that many people don't really discuss, the sponsorship. And when we talk about getting to that next level, as well as in the ministry, in the marketplace, in the business realm, sponsorship is vital. And I'd love for you to just let us know How would you define that sponsorship relationship that you have maybe given and that you have received so others can understand that concept? Well, there's a couple of ways that I sponsor. So I sponsor in recovery and it's it's giving away what has been given to me. And that's how I keep my sobriety. I give what has been so freely given to me. So I show by example, but also share what has worked for me. And it's the same in one of my businesses for health and happiness. In fact, right before we started this conversation, I was texting with my dad. And who would have thought I'm actually sponsoring my dad with a health and wellness program. And I am sharing with him because he had back surgery and he's having a lot of pain and a lot of inflammation. He's coming over to the house tomorrow so I can get him set up on a program. So sponsorship can look like so many different things, but it's really taking the hand of another person and sharing what you have learned along the way, what's worked for you along the way and letting that ripple effect so they can learn and grow. And then sponsor someone else and you just continue to spread the health, the joy, the wellness, the vitality so we can all 
feel better and do better because you know what? When we feel better, we can do better. And so sponsorship for me works in my spiritual life. You know what, Stacey, when I just, when I moved here, the first thing that I thought, this is what I, I needed when I first moved. I got to find meetings to keep my sobriety. I have to find a church and I have to find a barn for my daughter because she needs to be around her horse crazy girls. And so right away, this first week I was here, I had a friend I'd never met in person. We met, her name's Rachel Shear. She is amazing. She's a nutritionist. She lives in Dallas. I'd only connected with her through social media. She's like, do you want to go to church with me? I'm like, yes. So I have a new church. And so when you surround yourself with like-minded people, with people that, that want to feel better, that want to do better, that want to grow and stay connected to their higher power, it's amazing. I feel like we meet people that are meant to come in our life. That's how we met. You know, it's like, I'm so happy I get to like call you a friend. And thank goodness that's through social media. Wow. you are always just hitting the point where it's something that we can really feast on and ponder on. And I'm just so excited because I was thinking about our story as well as you were sharing these connections. And it's just so amazing if we just listen and accept the calling, the nudge to show up in different places, to meet with certain people. We just never know where it's going to take us and lead us. Now you found a church here we are connected. And sometimes it simply starts with, I see something in, in this person, or I recognize what they're doing. Let me send a message. Let me just connect and let me just see what it's going to lead to. And I believe that it really is the unction of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us, that is directing us. And we have to really be discerning and we have to really be in tune. And I believe you've been in tune, Amberly, in so many different ways that has led you to create such a highly impactful book, podcast, mm -hmm. which I know we don't have enough time to get into all of these things, but I'm just so grateful that we're beginning to just hit the tip of the iceberg in terms of what you are able to accomplish if you simply accept the call and you simply do the work. And so I'm just so grateful, Amberly. I want you to share, even in terms of the journal, because you spoke a little bit about having that attitude of gratitude, being grateful mm -hmm. in spite of everything that you've been through. And you've created such a tremendous resource. I want you to talk a little bit about your freebie. And then we're going to talk about what you've included in the prolific bundle. <laughs> okay. And Stacey, I just want to say, I love what you said about that nudge, like listening to the nudge. And, you know, I was at dinner the other night here at a new restaurant and there were some ladies, there were three ladies at a table. And I was like, I'm going to go, I need new friends in Dallas. I'm going to go introduce myself. I listened to the nudge. And then I was like, well, my family thought I was crazy, but I'm like, no, I want to meet women these look and guess what? I have three new friends here in Dallas just because I listened to that nudge. So go listen to the nudge, send the text message, the DM, call someone, go up and introduce yourself. I set that example for my daughter, and so she's doing that her new school now. But yes, gratitude has been such a huge part of my journey. It still is every day. I practice it every day. I have a group of women that we call ourselves the God Squad. 
and we share what we're grateful for, 10 things every morning or night. And I start my day out with that. And so it's one thing to think about it. It's one thing to write it down. But when you share it with people, then it shifts your perspective. You can see what they're going through. And my goodness, on a day when I was in a pity party and I saw that one of my girlfriends was having her last chemo treatment, I thought, wow, how blessed am I that I'm cancer free? So it's a good way to shift your perspective. So I created a downloadable gratitude journal that I'm happy to share. You can find it at amberlylago.com, but I think you have all the links and all that as well. So it's just a good practice that if you do it every day, it changes your life. It's alchemy. It really does get you focused and realize what you do have and what you can do. And so to me, it's gratitude is my medicine. Yes, oh my word. You are a lady after my own heart. Like every time throughout this conversation, I'm like, yes, I'm just loving her more and more. That God squad. I'm sure everybody wants to be a part of that. (laughs) I know I do. And, you know, just recognizing it does begin with even getting through the muddle of what's in our mind out on paper, counting our blessings, seeing what we're grateful for. I'm just so grateful that you have created a resource like this. And I want to encourage all of our listeners, those who are tuning in, of course, watching this live, just being able to have that opportunity to take something that you've labored over with love to help guide others through the process. And then you have been so generous, Amberly, because you've taken the time to put together a playbook. You've put together just a plethora of resources that normally they would have access to at a certain fee. But because they're getting the prolific bundle, they will have access. And I'd love for you to share with everyone a bit more about these details. Yes, I've created for your community and because I'm really excited just to be a part of your community and so grateful for you, Stacy. Seriously, I thank you for this opportunity to share with your community. And I thought, what can I create for you and your community that will really be something that people can use as a tool to thrive. And so I created a playbook and it's how to get through anything and thrive. And it will talk you through ways to shift your perspective, how to be an acceptance so you can take action to go after your goals, how to build your community and what you can do. Endurance. How do we get that endurance? Because my goodness, you know, being an entrepreneur takes a lot of endurance. So talks about how to build grit and then the final part of building your resilience, which is rest and finding creative ways to make rest a priority because if you really want to be resilient, sometimes you have to strategically stop. And I have been so serious about this, Stacey, that I now even, I mean, my husband got me this ring, it's called the aura ring. And I wake up, the first thing I do is go, okay, how much sleep did I get? And I'm in a competition to really set a goal for myself to get seven to eight hours at least of sleep a night to just boost our immunity and for brain clarity and for healing. And so I wanted to create this so you can take this playbook and apply it to whatever challenge that you have going on in your life or just to build up your resilience. So if, you know, God forbid something does come up, you will have something to get you through. You will have strengthened your resilience. So I am excited to share this. I've, I've really put a lot of thought and intention behind it. And I really, truly hope that it gives others just the tool they need to get through any challenge. You really have, Amberly, And you know, honestly, 
I cannot say enough about just the attention that you've taken to serve, to show up. It is such a testament to what you embody, the work that you do. Everything is filled with excellence. And one of the things that we really want to drive home is really operating in excellence as someone that is anointed and appointed for the season. And you have been anointed and appointed for this season. And I'm just so excited about what is to come. And it's amazing because as you continue to share, I find so many different things that I could go into a conversation with you about. And we just want to give people a taste today because we want them to receive when you do your live segment during our summit and they'll have an opportunity to learn and to feast and to grow as you drill deep on this concept of knowing that you have that resilience in you and you can build that grit. And so one of the things our listeners love to hear is what does it mean to you to be a fearless creator? How would you define that? And what role does that play in your life? I think it's staying true and being you. Like really just, you know, I feel like life can change in the blink of an eye. We've been through so much in the past two years, and it's really a call. God is calling us to step into our courage and really go after what our vision is. So to me, it is being authentically you and taking a step every day to get closer to what your big dreams and your big goals are and celebrating every step along the way. So thank you for having me. and. I'm just so grateful that I get to see your face and so excited about March as well. So thank you, Stacey. Thank you, Emberly. I want to give you one last, you know, hurrah, any final words you want to share and how people can connect with you. Thank you. Well, I really think that connecting with others is the best part of this whole journey. The best part of my book writing journey, the podcast, being able to connect with others. And so I want to hear from you. Reach out to me. You can reach out at amberlylago.com. You can text me at 818-214-7378. Or look at some of the behind the scenes shenanigans on Instagram at Amberly Lago Motivation. But I do want to hear from you and want to connect with you and um, just grow our tribe of faith filled, passionate people. So, Stacy, you're amazing. And I have to just say, y'all, she is brilliant and tech savvy and has helped me today more than you ever know. So I'm grateful for you and your friendship and for this chance to be with you and your community. So thanks for inviting me to your amazing event. Thank you, Amberly. Oh my gosh, your kindness, your graciousness knows no bounds. And I want to encourage everyone as you're listening to this episode, as you're tuning in, maybe on the YouTube channel, wherever you are receiving this, I want you to take advantage of the opportunities. I know you've taken notes, but take it a step further. Get that gratitude journal. And then as a prolific bundle VIP holder, I want you to be able to drill deep with the playbook that Amberly has so graciously provided, along with a plethora of other resources to help you operate in your calling with excellence. You are anointed, you are appointed, and we're positioning you to do what it is that you've been called to do with excellence. Until next time, see you again soon. Thank you for listening to Radiant Pearl Living, RPN Live with Stacey Sand. 
Do make sure you are subscribed to this podcast and let us know what your takeaways were from this particular episode. Visit us at radiantpearlliving.com slash resilience and grit. And I look forward to connecting with you as I encourage you to live a radiant life you love.